my mind, Kimberly. Uh, just conversation I had with with, uh, with the Lord, and it was like uh, came kind of like as I was going through my day. So it was like ongoing through the day, and it was like these five five points uh, or these five one things, meaning the important things. There's there's five things that are so important. And in the Bible, they, they, uh, they call them one thing. One, it's one thing, but it's five of them. And so I started to think about it, and I started to think about Scripture, and, and then these things started to come to mind. So there's five one-thing points. Now, it doesn't make sense right now, but when we're done, I promise you it should, it should make sense. No, it will make sense. Everybody say amen to that. Because I'm trying to get this madness in my head out so everybody can understand it. This is how I survive in the Lord. Okay, I'm trying to get through this one today. I don't want to do this. Uh, I don't want to stretch it out. I'm going to finish it today. Five one thing points. What's the first one? The first one is one thing I ask. So you got to think. Put yourself in, the shoe, in, your, in these shoes when I, when I come up with these points. First one is one thing that I ask. I can't preach this. I want to teach this. Here's David. David is talking to the Lord. Chris, what did he say? The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? So the Lord is my light and my salvation. So whom should I fear? I'm not really afraid. I noticed something. I'm not really afraid of nothing. And, 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 and I think that's kind of stupid because something you should be afraid of, right? <laughs> but I'm just not a fearful person. If something, maybe it's because of the way I was brought up. Maybe because it was where I was brought up. But I think mostly it's because I know the Lord has it. Everybody say amen. Amen. The Lord is the stronghold of my life. So why should I be afraid? So people who always go, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. And I kind of go, see, the opposite of fear is faith. Amen. The Bible says he didn't give you the spirit of being afraid of everything. Now, there's, I'm nothing wrong with being cautious. Amen. But I'm talking about fear. You know, so it's like we have to control our fear because fear begins to block God from speaking to us. Everybody say amen. amen. That's not my point. Keep going. When the wicked advance against me to devour me, it is my enemies and my foes who will stumble and okay, fall. Okay, so David's got issues because everybody's trying to kill him. So David is saying, man, when the wicked come against me and my foes come at me, you know, you will make them stumble. They won't get me. Next verse. Though an army besiege me, my heart will not fear. Mm -hmm. The war break out against me. Even then, I will be confident. Okay. One thing I ask from the Lord. Hold it, Chris. He says, listen, but there's only one thing that I ask. So here's David with all these issues. I would think David would spend a lot of time praying about the armies trying to kill me, how many enemies I have, because David's on the run at this time. Uh, uh, he's fighting battles. People are trying to look. David's got a hit out on him, right? So David is like, uh, there's one thing that I ask. David, are you getting ready to ask for him protection? Nope, I already have protection. David, you're getting ready to ask for the crown. Nope, I'm not worried about the crown. If it's meant to be, I'll get it. David is saying there's one thing that I ask. There's, here's the most important thing that I ask you to do. What is it? This only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord. Let me dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to gaze to, to, on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. Amen. That's all I Amen. ask. Amen. With all the stuff going on in your life, this is really the only thing you should ask. 
Amen. I'm going to tell you, I don't pray that God pays my bills. Amen. I don't pray for it. I don't pray he blesses me with a new vehicle. I don't pray he keeps my house running. I, I don't pray for that stuff. You know why? I think that stuff is in the kingdom. Amen. And if I seek the kingdom first, all that stuff would be added to me anyway. Everybody say man, better now. But I'm saying there's occasionally where you have to pray for things. But I'm saying me, I spend a lot of time praying. Listen, Lord, this is where I need help. This is one thing I ask. If you come back tomorrow, let me go with you. Amen. Amen. Be because I'm fighting sin. Everybody say amen. I'm struggling to, to make sure I'm walking in the right path. I'm trying to make sure that, you know, that I'm, I'm holding up a standard that you'll be proud of. So with all the things that's going on with my children, what I got to do, people that I care about, here's the one thing that David said, here's the one thing that I ask. Amen. David tells you about all this list of problems, but he goes, this is the thing that I ask. Amen. That I'm able to dwell with the Lord. All the days of my life, man. No, no, what? The queen just died. And I'm thinking, isn't she like 170? I mean, <laughs> I mean, the queen was old when I was young. And so she's nine, she was 90 something. God bless her. God bless the queen, you know. And, and everybody's like, oh, the queen passed. And I'm like, the queen passed? I thought the queen was already dead. I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> And I'm like to quit. And I'm thinking, man, life down here is so short. Amen. And we spend a lot of time worried about life down here. Do we ever think about eternal? Where will you dwell eternally? Amen. I mean, for the rest of your, see, because your body is going to go back to where it belongs. It's going to go back to the dirt and God's going to give you another one. Your spirit's going to go back to God where it belongs, right? But then your soul, it's, it's got a 50-50 shot. It can either go lower or upper. See, you ain't getting no amens on this one. This stuff's not popular in church no more. So it's like, man, the bottom line is, though, our belief in Christ is, is, has, got, has bought us this carte blanche of heaven. Everybody say amen. amen. So it's like, man, you are going to die. Amen. Or Christ is going to return. Amen. Whatever one's come first, whichever one happens first, just Lord. Let me be on your team with everything going on around me. That's all I ask. Yes, Lord. That's the most important thing. You feeling me on that one? Mm -hmm. So here's Amen. David. I got all this stuff going on, but there's only one thing I ask. Just, I, this is what I want the most. I just want to, this is what I seek the most. Just let me dwell in you. <laughs> when it's a wrap and when it's all over, just let me be with you. Amen. Amen. That's right, one thing I ask, all right? The next one is this. There's only one thing you lack. <laughs> one thing you ask, there's one thing that you lack. Mark chapter 10, 007. Chris, let's go. Teacher, he declared, all these I have kept since I was a boy. So here's the back story. Do you know the story about the rich young ruler? He runs to Jesus and says, what must I do to be saved? And Jesus says, okay, I'm going to give you some religious stuff. So he tells him, honor your mother and father. Make sure you're doing all the religious things to do. He goes, I've done that since I was a child. I, I, I have been in church all my life. I've done all the religious qualifications that you need that they taught me as a child that can get. But here's the funny part. He knew he was still lacking something because he asked Jesus, what should he do? Yeah. Amen. So here, 
here's the piece. People can be very religious and go to church all their lives and not know the Lord at all. Amen. I had a kid call me, Chris, the kid called me the other day, a young guy, I, I actually liked the kid, and he was like, man, I, I got a situation, Pastor Keen, I heard your name, can you pray for me? I'm like, yeah, kid, I'll pray for you. I wasn't even going to answer the phone, but that one, the Lord said, get that one. So I answered the phone, prayed with the kid. When I got done, he says, hey, Pastor, let me ask you something. Why do you pray in Jesus' name? And I went, you said you go to church. Amen. Yeah, I do. Your church didn't teach you that? Amen. So I begin to instruct them on why we pray, pray in Jesus' name. And I'm going, man, dude, now pray in Jesus' name that you find a new church. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> so he's saying, I did all the religious stuff that they told me to do. Jesus looked at him and he loved the kid. And he says, ah, this was going to be hard because I know you're not going to be able to do this. Jesus was trying to avoid telling him. So Jesus looked at him with love. Christy says what? One thing you lack, See, there's one thing you lack, though. One thing I ask, one thing you lack. Go sell everything you have. Give it to the poor. You will have treasures in heaven. Then come follow me. Follow me. So he's going, one thing you lack is the personal relationship with me. Amen. And why did he tell them to sell all this stuff? It's because of that. Amen. Amen. You, see, you're lacking one thing. You're a good kid, and you, I'm sure he looked well, and he looked uh, great, and I'm, he's got Jesus loved him. He said, man, this kid is impressive. I really like this kid, but there's one thing that you lack, man. When you're talking to people and trying to get them to know the Lord, just tell them there's one thing you lack. See, because they think I'm not, the police aren't looking for me, so I can't be that bad. I'm, I, I don't uh, uh, cuss a lot. Every once in a while, you know what I mean? The people aren't, you know, my, I don't cheat. I don't steal anything. I don't hurt anybody. I pay my taxes. Yeah, but see, you got to slap them in the face with this one. There's one thing you lack. As impressive as you think you are, none of that will get you to heaven. None of that will get you. To, Jesus tells this guy, none of that will get you where you want to be. Because the question was, what must I do to have eternal life? Jesus goes, all that religious stuff won't get it. Amen. It's one thing you lack. I love talking to people who got it all together. And I go, that's great, but it's one thing you lack. Amen. If Jesus cracks the sky tomorrow, or you step off a curb and get hit by a bus, then you're going to be standing right before the Lord, and what are you going to say? Amen. Police weren't looking for me. I didn't cuss that much. I didn't steal. I didn't cheat. Right. God is going to say, that's great, but I sent Jesus down there, gave up his life mm -hmm. for you. Amen. You don't, even, you don't even acknowledge it. You don't even want it. So as impressive as you are, you are Jesus said, this kid is really impressive. One thing you lack. What's the next verse? Is it the next verse? At this, at this, the man's face fell. He went away sad because he had great wealth. He went away sad because he was saying, you know what? I'm going to pick Jesus or my lifestyle. Jesus or my lifestyle. My lifestyle. 
Got to pick my lifestyle. It's amazing how people, when they, find, when they, when they come to the Lord because they're broke, and then they begin to seek God, and then they get blessed to get a job, you know what they do? They start to really seek the lifestyle. And this is what people will say. Hey, I'm seeking a lifestyle. It may take me away from church. Hmm. I don't care who Nikes I step on on this one. Amen. Amen. I, I'm, I'm seeking a lifestyle. But see, we're working a lot of overtime now. It may, I might have to miss a bunch of Sundays. Well, see, we got a child now. And, you know, we got to work a little harder. Seeking a lifestyle. Amen. Amen one thing you lack. <laughs> the lifestyle is not going to get you to heaven, people. It's not. And one day we're going to all make that deal. One day we're going to all pull out our resume before the Lord and go, hey, well, this is what I did. And he's going to go, next. Your lifestyle was good, though. And you know what I noticed? People who seek the lifestyle, it's so stressful. Mm-hmm. They're still not happy. They're, they're you know, they're paying bills and they're doing all that stuff because they bought a bigger house and now they got another baby on the way and, and they're just so seeking. Uh, and it's like, man, don't forget who blessed you. But I'm starting to wonder now, was that a blessing? Because I think you were better off when you were seeking the God, seeking the Lord broke. Amen. Amen. I think Amen. you were better off when you were seeking the Lord when you didn't have no girlfriend. Amen. I, I, come on. <laughs> You get, you get what you pray for, and now you don't need the Lord no more. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to tell me the Lord's just a genie to you. Just right. rub the genie and give my wish. Here's my wish. Give me that. And then when you give me that, I'll go about my business. It's one, one thing you lack. You know what Jesus was saying? One thing you lack, me. Amen. 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 What's the next one, Chris? I'm moving on. One thing that's necessary. It's only one thing that's, <laughs> this is in my head. I'm telling you, all this formulated in my head. And I'm like, I'm going crazy. <laughs> There's only one thing necessary. Luke chapter 10, come on. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home. Ah, here's Martha and Mary, their sisters. They open up their home to Jesus. Come on. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he now said. Mary, when Jesus got to the house, Mary sat down next to Jesus and heard everything Jesus said. Amen. She, she was hanging on every word that Jesus, wouldn't you? Yep. If Jesus came over your house, <laughs> what would you do? First of all, I hope you wouldn't slam the door and go, hold on, Jesus, let me hide this stuff I got in here. <laughs> 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 Let me put all my bongs up and all the stuff I got going on here. <laughs> I hope that ain't it, you know what I mean? Some women might close the door and go, my house is so dirty, it's Jesus. Clean your house. Hey, somebody. <laughs> so here it is, she's at Jesus' feet and she's listening to everything that Jesus is saying. Come on. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be well, made. Martha's so caught up in the world, so distracted. So, so here's Jesus in your house, and you're distracted. By doing what? Hosting the party. She's, she's making sure people got stuff to drink. She's filling the chip bowl back up, making sure we got dip, trying not to burn the stuff she's got in the oven. Yeah. And then she goes, Lord... 
Because she knows who Jesus This is the Lord. <laughs> Don't you care that my sister ain't doing crap? <laughs> she just sitting there. Tell her to help me. <laughs> Tell her to get her butt up and go in the kitchen and bring out some trays. Jesus loved Jesus. This is what he says. Go. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered. You are worried and upset about many things. He goes, Martha, Martha, you're so worried. You're so caught up in so many things. Things that aren't important are so important to you. So a lot of stuff you guys run around doing and chasing, they're not important. Amen. It's really not. If you really step back out of it, because remember I always teach you, step back out of it and look. Is that really important? Amen. See, so, it's this thing going on now, right? Back in the day growing up, and I hate saying that because I used to hate to hear that when I was young. Now I'm old and I can say it. <laughs> Back in the day, nothing was going on on Sundays. Amen. 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 I'm telling you, stores might be, gas stations in Detroit used to close on Sunday. Yep. You didn't get gas on Saturday, you weren't getting any gas. Yep. All right? And it's like no stores are open, none of that stuff was going on. Now everything is so open. They'll be like, closed on Sunday, what does that mean? I mean, it's rare. Chick-fil-A closes on Sunday. You know, and it's like, man, and then when things are closed, now people get mad. I can't believe it's closed <laughs> on Sunday. People actually close things so people can go to church. Amen. No more. Right? And everybody's so occupied by everything that's going on. And, so, man, and not, there were no sports on Sunday except pro football. I didn't have my play sports all my life growing up. Never played a game on Sunday. Now all games are on Sunday. Soccer games, baseball games, Sunday, football games, Sunday. Distracting us, everybody. So he, she, he's saying, you, you're so caught up in the stuff that's not important. He goes, Martha, for, verse 42, there's only one thing that's necessary. There's only one thing that's that important. <laughs> Mary has chosen the better part. It won't be taken away from her. Amen. There's Amen. only one thing important is that you gain understanding. Amen. Bible says, and all I get and get an understanding. There's, there's only one thing that's important that you know, because a lot of people don't know. But the Bible says they don't know because narrow is the way and only a few find it. No, the churches are packed today. Everybody's going, no, only a few find it. The ones who figure out that there's only one thing I ask, there's only one thing that I lack, and there's only one thing that's necessary. Amen. Kimberly, I should be on TV. Amen. But TV makes you look bigger. <laughs> when I see myself on videos, because you can see me online, on I go, man, I'm looking chubby. I don't even listen to what I'm saying. I, I turn it off. <laughs> I lose some weight for you. So there's only one thing necessary that you sit and listen to what I'm trying to say. There's only one thing that's necessary. All the stuff. There's one thing that you should ask. There's one thing that you understand that you lack, and there's only one thing that's necessary. 
See, see, the Lord's talking to me going, Canaan, I know you got a lot going on, but there's, you got to remember the one things. Tell, tell them the one thing that has helped you survive all, this, all these years. How do you fight off the world? Well, you know, there's only one thing that I ask. Well, how, how do you fight off all the stuff that's pulling you? Well, there's only one thing that I, that's necessary. And, and what did you, do you understand? Yeah, there's only one thing I really lack. Preaching way better than amen. Chris, where are we going? We are going to John 9. Okay, there's only one thing that I know. John chapter 9, verse 18. Give it to me. They still did not believe that he had been blind and had received his sight. So here it is. They're talking to this man who was blind, and Jesus healed him. Jesus spit on the ground, made some mud, stuck it on his eyes, and healed the guy. And I would have been like, Jesus, that's nasty. <laughs> but you're Jesus, you know what I'm saying? And I think Jesus did that spectacle so everybody could see it. Because Jesus could have just said, be healed. Mm -hmm. But Jesus made a spectacle out of it because he wanted everybody to see it. Amen. All right. So now, Chris, go. Until they sent for the man's parents. Mm -hmm. Is this your son, they asked. Yeah. Is this the one you say was born blind? How is it that now he can see? Now, here's the Pharisees or here's the church leaders. Mm -hmm. Coming to their, his parents going, you, now he was blind, right? And now he can see. How did that happen? Come on. We know he is our son, the parents answered, and we know he was born blind. But how he can see now or who opened his eyes, we don't know. We don't know. And what the, what, this is what's going on. And then they go into, you know what? He's old enough. Ask him. What, you know what they're scared of? They're going to put us out the church. We can't tell the truth because they're going to throw us out. They're not going to let us come back. They're, they're concerned about their standing in society. Amen. They're concerned about their church standing because they're in good standing with the church. But now if they say that Jesus healed him, the church is going to throw them out. Yep. So they sell their son out and go, go ask him. <laughs> That's a sellout move right here. Mm -hmm. Come on. His parents said this because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders. See? who had already decided that anyone who acknowledged that Jesus was the Messiah would be put out of the synagogue. See, they're, they're saying, man, they're going to put us out. It, it wasn't like, we don't know. You need to ask him. It was like, no, we don't know. Uh, we didn't do anything. Come on. That was why his parents said he is of age. Ask him. Sellouts. Come on. A second time, they summoned the man who had been blind. Give glory to God by telling the truth, they said. We they know said, listen, using the church. In the name of God, give glory to God by telling the truth, because we know that this man called Jesus is a sinner. Give glory to God by lying. Mm -hmm. They did not want to hear that Jesus did that. But I love how we do things. It, we do that for the church. Right. Right. You know, you know, the, the Crusades was all fabricated on a lie. Mm -hmm. Because priests used to tell all these brave knights, go fight this war and your sins will be absolved. When all they needed was Jesus. Amen. Mm -hmm. And the soldiers didn't believe that, so they went and fought the war, thinking I was doing this for the church. Right. The church lies to people, man. Amen. Church lies to people to get their money, to get their time, 
to get their, their, their resources. Sorry, I'll tell the truth. I don't care. Amen. We don't do much in the name of the church. We do everything in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, all right. Come on, let me finish this. He replied, whether he is a sinner or not, I do not know. But one thing I do know. I don't know if he's a sinner or not, because I don't really know his history. But there's one thing that I know. I used to be blind, now I can see, fool. Amen. <laughs> see, I'm thinking that he said, there's only one thing that I know. And I'm like, Lord, there's only one thing that I know. I used to be so blind, and now I see. So all I know, explain it. I can't, because I didn't deserve it. Hallelujah, somebody. I was going about my business, sinning, doing whatever I needed to do, my mind crazy, and then the Lord found some kind of worth in me, and he fixed my heart, and he changed my mind. And I'm like, that's all I know. I used to be so blind. Amen. Just thinking that, you know, this is how you be okay. And this is the things that are important. And, and, and I'm like, man, now I understand. There's one thing I asked. There's one thing I lacked. There's it's one thing I know. I used to be blind. Now I can see everything. Amen. Come on. Where are we going? Dropping down to 30. Drop. Then the man said, Lord, I believe, and he worshiped now, him. Now, Chris, this is what happened, Chris. Jesus heard about it, went and found the guy, and Jesus goes, do you really believe I am who I say I am? And, and then the man goes, Lord, I believe. Amen. No, I, I used to be blind. Now I'm looking at you. Amen. Nice beard, by the way, you know. <laughs> I'm looking at you right now, so yes, I believe. Come on. Jesus said, for judgment I have come into this world so that the blind will see and those who now see will become blind. Jesus said this, Chris. Not Chris, not Kenan. Jesus said, I came into this world so, that, so the world can be judged. Amen. Flat out. I, I came into this world for a couple of reasons. Well, a few. I came to bring the kingdom. I came to bring the love of the Father. And I came so the world can be judged. Amen. He says, what, just how, Jesus? So people who that were blind could now see. And I came so that the people who think they already see are blind. Amen. He said, I came into the world, but everybody who drops all the religious junk, and sees me for who I am and what I'm trying to do down here. And all the ones who come with all the religious stuff, now they're blind. They don't see. Amen. I'm right in front of their faces and they can't see me. Amen. <laughs> I came to judge. See, because when you start thinking you go to heaven because you're good, remember this verse. Amen. None of us are good. Amen. Amen. None of us are good. I love you guys to death, and I, believe, I think so highly of all of you, but you suckers ain't good. <laughs> know why you ain't good? Because your pastor ain't good. <laughs> How you going to be good? Your pastor ain't good. <laughs> Do you know the stuff that I be, I'm thinking? <laughs> you would be like, oh. only person I understand is Chris, because Chris come up with some stuff, and I'd be like, Chris, man, really? I'm going to tell Ashley. 
people, people tell on me to Courtney. Courtney's not my boss. <laughs> but she is like my moral compass. Because Courtney will be like, Dad, you can't say that. Dad, don't think like that. Dad, you shouldn't be that way. <laughs> well, I had to look down. Good girl, Courtney. <laughs> Leave me alone. Because there's one thing I ask, there's one thing I lack, there's one thing that's necessary, and there's only one thing I know. <laughs> I, was, I was blind, and now I see, and Jesus says, good. See, you got it, because you were blind. Now, you see, those people who threw you out, blind. Mm-hmm. Churches are packed with a bunch of religious people. And the Bible says many will say, we did all these things in your name. He's going to say, so what? Amen. Because there was one thing that you lacked. Amen. There's one thing you should have asked for. There's one thing that was necessary. And it's only one thing you should know. I got 15 minutes. You guys all right? You got somewhere to be? Nope. Okay, it's cloudy out. It's rainy. It's about to rain. You ain't got nothing to do. Let me tell me about your yard. We gonna watch the lions. <laughs> What's the next one? I'm almost done. Some Pharisees who were with him heard oh, him say we're this. We're not done. The Pharisees <laughs> heard it. Church people heard it, and they say, "What are you saying? Are we trying to say? So what are you talking about? Are we blind too? What did Jesus say, Chris?" If you were blind, you would not be guilty of sin. But now that you claim you can see, your guilt remains. He says, you know what? You guys are so self-righteous, so silly, so, so supposedly outwardly perfect that you're blind. You can't see. If you come to me and go, I am nothing, you see. If you come to me and say, I'm a sinner, you see. If you come, into, you come to me saying, I need you, you see. Amen. If you come to me going, I don't need that, you're blind. I don't need to go to church to have a relationship with God. You're blind. I don't need, I don't need all that religious stuff that's not religious. You're blind. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I had somebody tell me the other day, man, man, the church was so great. Man, the worship was so great. The worship was so great. And I went, that's good. How was the word? The worship was so great. See, I can't deal with that. And that's why we do nothing out here. Because this right here has it's lost its importance. How are you going to know what you should ask for, what you lack, what, you, what is necessary? How are you going to do that if you don't? But the worship was great. Okay, okay. All right. But when you get into a fight, is, is the worship gonna, it can help, but, but, but see, Jesus, when Satan came to confront Jesus, Jesus didn't start singing. Amen. <laughs> Jesus says, oh, you want to fight? So we you know what he did? He put his dukes up in the word. Mm-hmm. Amen. Not kidding, do I have a problem with singing? No, I, I, like, I, I love praise and worship, but I don't love it as much as I love the word. Amen. Amen. And when you come from a background like me, Pentecostals love music. 
It's like, man, I used to leave here and make it to church and, 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 and still be on time because I know they're going to sing eight songs. <laughs> me, me and Mike are sitting in guest church and we go on the road and they sing all these songs. By the time they're done, I'm looking at Mike like, I don't even feel like it. I want to go. I want to go home. <laughs> How many songs do we need? Oh, I know. That's what the people like. Yeah. The word is boring. Forgive us. Okay, come on, Chris, where are we going? Almost done, I got 12 minutes. Philippians. There's only one thing I do. So let me get the best back up. One thing I ask, one thing I lack, one thing that's necessary, one thing I know, and now there's only one thing I do. Kenny, how do you survive? Where there's just one thing I ask, is I know what I lack, This, I, I understand what's necessary. There's, there's only one thing I know, and there's only one thing I do. Here's Paul. Come on, Chris. Not that I have already obtained all this. He said, Paul said, I haven't obtained everything. I'm not this great person. I'm not this, I'm not this righteous man. I'm not. I, I haven't reached my goal either. Amen. Time out. There's days when I... There's days when I think you guys need better than me. I've actually prayed it, Lord. They need better than me. Amen. <clears throat> all right. Not that I've already attained my goal. Not that I, I haven't arrived at it, but I do press on to take hold of that for which... Christ has called me to. Amen. It's the reason why he made me his. Next verse. Come on, I'm almost done. Brothers, Brothers and sisters, what? I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. No, I ain't there yet. Come on. But one thing I do. But there's one thing that I do. Forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. I forget really easily and I keep putting. what I do. Amen. Forget your failures, man. Amen. You got to forget what was and what happened and Amen. how you reacted and what you did. Amen. You got to forget that and press. Forget and press. Forget and press. Amen. That's all I do. Amen. Amen. That's one thing that I do. I forget and I keep pressing ahead. Amen. That's all you got to do. Next verse. I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. I'm going to win my prize, man. I'm going to keep pressing and I'm going to get my prize. And you know what my prize is? My prize is what I said at the beginning. Amen. There's only one thing I ask. 
Amen. So there's one thing I ask, one thing I lack, one thing that's necessary, one thing I know, one thing I do. Hallelujah. That's it. That's it. There's no other religious crap or no pill you take or, you know, no, no necessarily, you know, no, no perfection needed. If you do the five one things, you'd be good. That's Christianity. Amen. It's understanding what you lack. Understanding what you should ask for, or understanding what's necessary, understanding what, what, what you know, one thing, what, you know, getting what you know, one thing that I know, and then it's all about what you do. One thing that I do, but it's, it's really simple. It's not a billion things. There are only five one things. If you do the five one things, the Bible says the way of a transgressor is hard. Someone whose mind isn't made up, or someone who, who's in and out, someone, someone whose foot is in the world and in the church, or someone who's, you know, act one way out there and one way in here. I'm telling you, honest truth, I'm the same way out there as I am in here. I'm flawed. I'm flawed. I mean, I'm a villain that God has saved. I'm a villain. I'm a villain by nature. I watch movies still, and I root for the bad guy. Why they got to kill the bad guy? He looks like he's having more fun. <laughs> he dresses a lot better. <laughs> love the bad guys in movies, man. And, and then my kids go, Daddy, I love the bad I'm a bad guy myself. Whom God met one day and says, you know what? I know you're a bad guy. I'm going to tell you what. I'm going sh- to change your mind. You, you, you know, do you really want to go to hell? No. Okay, well, you better learn the five one things. Amen. It's really that simple. Amen. Learn the one things. Just, just do, the, do the five one things. Amen. And you'll be successful in God. Everybody say amen. Amen. Father, I give you glory and praise, and I thank you and praise you, God, for your presence today. Thank you for blessing us lord and blessing your people and look I'm, I'm really trying to get them to see just just really opening up my heart to the things you show me and, and I, I don't hold nothing back from them because i really want them to reach potential that's one and then i really want them to always be in your will which which what your will is for life i want them to be in that and I also want them to be strong because, you know, life pulls at us, situations knock us down. But, Lord, we can stay strong Amen. through the midst of all of this crap. We can figure it out because you know why? Because you never leave nor forsake. And there's only one thing we ask for. There's only one thing that we lack. There's only one thing that's necessary. There's only one thing that we know. And there's only one thing that we do. And Lord, if we can stay there, we'll either see you from death or when you return. But either way, we'll be good. Strengthen us, Lord. I come against unbelief and I I come against uh, religious practices and I come against boredom and I I come against the afraid to do what's next. I come against all those things because they're not. And Lord, I, I lose the spirit of understanding and I. I lose the spirit of trust in your word and 
Lord, I'm not afraid of the gospel. I'm really not. And Lord, I pray that they would not be afraid of the gospel, Lord. I pray that we would always acknowledge you out there, because if we don't acknowledge you out there, you won't acknowledge us to the Father. So in Jesus' name, bless them, Lord. Rest your hand upon them, and we'll give you all the glory and praise, I promise. Everybody say amen.